For the last couple of days, the cinematic world has been in splits after it was announced that Spider-Man will no longer be a part of the MCU as Sony and Disney have decided to end their Spider-Man deal. So today we are going to talk about what really went wrong and how this new arrangement is going to affect the MCU and the upcoming Spider-Man solo movies starring Tom Holland. Back in 2015, Sony and Disney had reached a monumental deal which allowed Peter Parker to make an appearance in Captain America Civil War and ever since Spidey has been one of the most pivotal characters in the MCU. After all, it was for Peter that Tony decided to pursue the time travel plan, and in Spider-Man Far From Home, Peter was being pitched as the new face of the MCU. Spider-Man Far From Home is the most successful Spider-Man solo movie ever, with more than 1 billion dollars at international box office collection, and Sony got to keep all of the profits from the movie with Disney receiving just a mere 5%. So given these facts, one would think that Spider-Man being a part of MCU is a good deal for Sony as the solo Spider-Man movies are making more money than ever. So why in the whole world will they decide to take Spider-Man out of the MCU, which is without doubt the most successful film franchise in the history of cinema? To understand what's really going on behind the curtains, let's consider these details. Back in 2015, Sony Studios was almost bankrupt. Their movies were hardly making any money. and Kevin Feige the president of Marvel Studios wanted Spider-Man to be a part of the MCU so Disney offered Sony a lifeboat which came in the form of a Spider-Man deal under this deal Disney could include Spider-Man in their movies like Civil War Infinity War and Endgame all these crossover movies were fully funded by Disney and thus Disney kept all the profits on the other hand Sony got nothing from these crossover movies however Sony got to keep almost all the profits from Spider-Man solo movies like Spider-Man Homecoming and Far From Home with Disney receiving just 5% of the profits but Disney had the rights to merchandise the movie version of the Spider-Man something that they couldn't do before this deal and to ensure that the solo movies were great as they in fact did Sony had creative guidance of Kevin Feige while retaining the final say in all creative matters so this looks like a win-win deal Sony who owns the movie rights to Spider-Man gets to keep most of the profits from the solo movies and the solo movies are making more money than ever disney gets to include spider-man in their movies for which they don't pay sony a buck on top of that disney can sell spider-man movies toys and keep all of the profits and sony under the creative guidance of marvel studios keeps on making great spider-man movies like venom and spider-man into the spider-verse but unfortunately when they signed this deal it was only a five movie deal so this deal ended with spider-man far from home after which It was time to reconsider the future of Spider-Man in the MCU. Disney and Sony both wanted to continue the deal, but now they have a few differences on how to move forward. Sony on one hand wants the things to continue as it is. That is, Sony keeps all the profits from solo movies and Disney from crossover movies, and Sony can independently continue to make other Spider-Verse movies like Venom 2. But unfortunately, Disney wants a bigger piece of the pie. They want a 50-50 deal on the Spider-Man solo movies. that is they will invest 50% of the cost involved in making the film and they would keep 50% of the profits and kevin feige would continue to supervise the development of future spider-man movies but the trend doesn't stop there disney wants to expand this deal to include all spider-verse movies like venom 2 and that is something which is not acceptable to sony at all we are not going to argue who is in wrong here as it's a business deal and we are sure that deal is far from over considering the fan rage surrounding this breakdown both studios want to reach an agreeable deal but as of now it seems like it is disney who wants more money and control over the spider-man franchise and sony doesn't want to lose control of its most profitable ip 
As far as Tom Holland is concerned, he is going to appear in the next Spider-Man solo movie as he has a deal with Sony. He hasn't said any details on the ongoing talks between Sony and Disney, but he has assured us that whatever it turns out to be, we will see him again as Peter Parker. Kevin Feige said at D23 Expo that he didn't expect this deal to last forever and we might have seen the last of Spider-Man in the MCU. Many experts and insiders believe that this deal is over and we should come to terms with it. But recently there have been reports that Disney and Sony have restarted the talks on the new deal. We don't know the details yet, but let's hope that they work out a way to let Peter Parker continue being a part of the MCU. But what happens if they don't? How is MCU going to handle that? And what about Spider-Man 3? How will that movie work out outside the MCU? Imagine being a film writer and you are tasked with writing the next Spider-Man movie without any MCU reference whatsoever. It is sure going to be an uphill task and no matter how good the writing is, it is sure going to feel like a lot is missing. No mentions of Tony Stark, no Happy Hogan and no Endgame references. What made the last two Spider-Man movies such a big hits is the fact that they were a part of something much bigger, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Well, Sony indeed has its plan for the Spider-Verse and it can dare to continue on its own in case Disney refuses to budge. But I don't think that is something that Disney would want as Spider-Man abruptly leaving the MCU is going to have a much bigger impact on the MCU than the Thanos' snap. As no matter how they try to explain his absence, it will feel contrived and will be a grim reminder that these two giant corporates are the villains who are to be blamed in this case. Yes, there is this possibility that Disney may continue making movies as if Spider-Man was never a part of this universe. And it would be a bit weird at first, but after a few movies, we won't be able to tell a difference. And the same goes for Sony. There has been numerous reports that Tom Holland's Spider-Man will cross over with Tom Hardy's Venom in the next movie. On one hand, that's a great news for us fans, but at the same time, it comes at such a great cost. So it's hard deciding whether we should feel great about it or should we be worried that Sony might mess things up as they have done it on previous two occasions. And that is the biggest concern. If Sony moves ahead with its Spider-Verse plans without Disney, the upcoming movies might not be that great. After all, it was Sony Studios that gave us the original Spider-Man 3 and then the two reboot films, The Amazing Spider-Man. But that said, it was Sony who gave us the first two Spider-Man movies, which are to date regarded as the two of the best superhero movies ever made. And then we have the last year's Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which won the Oscar for the best animated movie. So Sony has a proven track record of making great movies, but at the same time, they've also made some of the worst. So they are unreliable at best. Now compare that to Marvel Studios, which not only has unprecedented record at the box office, but has also been a hit among the critics. The MC movie with the lowest Rotten Tomatoes score is Thor The Dark World, and even that movie is rated at 67%, which is way above the average. So yeah, Spider-Man being in the hands of Marvel was a good deal for us fans. But sadly, there's a possibility that this might not be the case anymore. But all that said, even if this deal fails, we will see a Spider-Man in the MCU. Yes, you heard me right. Disney doesn't need any deal with Sony to keep making a Spider-Man content. As we will get to see two Spider-Man episodes in the upcoming What If Animated series on Disney+. So how is this possible? Well, the thing is, Sony has only the movie rights to Spider-Man and the television rights are with Disney. So Disney can make their own Spider-Man series on Disney+. But unfortunately, they can't include that in movies. So the series would be something like Luke Cage or Agents of Sealed, two great MCU series, yet we have never seen these characters make an appearance in any of the MCU movies. So this upcoming What If series, which will premiere on Disney+, Plus, will contain 23 episodes, one for each of the MCU4 movies, which includes two Spider-Man movies. 
So we are going to see two what-if cases, one set during Spider-Man Homecoming and another set during the events of Far From Home. But even though Disney has all the rights to make a Spider-Man TV series, it remains to be seen if they can reference the solo movies as technically the rights to that should belong to Sony. However, since these movies were a part of the MCU, maybe Disney can refer to these series of events in their what-if series. Of all the MCU series that's coming to Disney+, Plus, I was personally most excited about this what-if series. And this was before this whole Sony-Disney debacle. But now it makes things even more interesting, as this will be the only place where we will see a Spider-Man being a part of the MCU. As of now, we don't have any details on what what-if case we are going to see in the two Spider-Man episodes. But we do know that the episode on Captain America First Avenger will tell us what would have happened if Peggy Carter herself took the Super Soldier Serum rather than letting Steve Rogers do it. But then again, why stop at what-if series? Why not make a standalone Spider-Man series just like Loki and WandaVision? After all, Spider-Man is a too big of an IP to be ignored, which might be the reason why Disney may actually go for the Spider-Man TV series in case they are unable to finalize some sort of movie deal with Sony. Thus going forward, it might be a bit weird as we'll see two versions of the character, one in Sony's Spider-Man movies and other in Disney's TV series. Another thing that is tricky to guess is whether the Sony's Spider-Man 3 will be a direct sequel to Far From Home or will it be another reboot or a completely different story? In either case, it is not going to be easy for Sony. In case they don't make Spider-Man 3 as a direct sequel to Far From Home, then all the hype created by the post credit scene of Far From Home will turn into a fan outrage. As we are expecting Spider-Man 3 to address the ramifications of that post credit scene, which completely turned the Spider-Man world upside down. And in case they make Spider-Man 3 a sequel to Far From Home, then they will have to explain the absence of all MCU characters, including Happy Hogan, without actually referencing them. So this exclusion of Spider-Man from the MCU, it's sure going to make us feel like something important is missing. So let's hope that either Sony had some of the best Spider-Man writers to pull this off, or they finally realize that sticking with Disney is the best option that they have got. So with that, we'll bring this video to an end. Thanks for watching and let us know your thoughts in the comments. And don't forget to like and subscribe for more upcoming content.